If you're an American conservative, you know that the societal values we hold sacred are under attack. They are hanging in the balance. How can you protect those values? By staying informed. The closing argument will deliver news and supporting evidence you need to support and defend those values. Here's Paul Smith. Good morning. This is Paul Smith, your host on The Closing Argument. In these podcasts, we discuss some of the important but controversial moral, political, and legal issues that affect us and our families today. Sometimes we discuss things that are not politically correct, and this may offend some of our listeners, but I'm sorry we have to discuss them anyway. It's important. And today we're going to talk about the January 6, uh, 2021 protests at the Capitol. Now, here we are discussing this today in April of, of 2022, and things are, are happening that pertain to this that are very important. But to give you an example, I, I recently went to Wikipedia to see their description of what happened on January 6th. And I came away uh, very uh, infuriated and upset at, at the description of some of the things, because much of what they said was true, but embedded in it were many statements that were that were not correct. Uh, one of them is this from Wikipedia, that Trump repeated false claims of election irregularities. The, the liberals take the position that the courts have said there were no election irregularities in the 2020 presidential election. That is a lie. The three main cases, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Georgia, there are uh, several cases there that the Trump campaign brought and none of those cases turned out in favor of Trump, but none of those cases ever involved an examination of the election processes to determine whether or not there were irregularities. The cases were dis- decided on other grounds, such as as uh, standing, and, and I even dispute those. But it the the best characterization I I heard. Uh, at the time, January 2007, was given by, frankly, Senator uh, Senator Rand Paul from Kentucky, when he basically said, well, you know, there very likely were irregularities, but, but every state certified their results, and we don't have a, a court that, that uh, agreed that they were wrong, and so you're kind of stuck. Um, and that, I think, is the best analysis, not to say that there were no elect- election irregularities, and not to call Trump a liar for saying that there were. Well, I would ask anybody out there that's a rational human being, if there were not any election irregularities, why would one party try to stop the other party from witnessing the votes and the way things were being progressed? They were kept away from it because when you're doing things by the book, you should be an open book and people can witness everything. We know in Philadelphia, for instance, the, some of the people were kept more than 100 feet away. And if you're doing it by the book, you don't need to keep anybody well, away. That tells you everything you need to know. That uh, Thanks for making that point. Now, I'll tell you, as a lawyer in a court of law, it doesn't quite get you where you need to go if you're trying to overturn it. But it certainly is an indicating, indication that there's a problem. And by the way, I forgot to introduce my guest. Uh, and my guest is... Rodney of uh, New Windsor. How are you doing, Rodney? I'm doing pretty good. So again, Rodney is the beloved conservative uh, radio voice in Frederick, Maryland. Those of you from this area know him very well. I don't consider myself conservative. I'm trying to be the voice of reason. I'll take whichever side to me makes 
common sense. I'm a big believer in common sense. Well, your common sense, in my opinion, basically puts you on the side of conservatism most of the time. Well, I think conservatism <laughs> tends to be on the side of common sense. And I'm more than happy to make arguments with people that disagree with that. Now, let me mention another thing that, that really bugged me when I read the Wikipedia account. It, here's a quote from it. More than 2,000 people broke into the building, occupying, vandalizing, and looting it, assaulting police officers and reporters, and attempting to locate lawmakers to capture and harm. It's the last part of that that really irritates me. If there was someone there that was trying to locate and harm lawmakers, I never saw it. And they're somehow going into speculating is clearly what this is. Well, I would I would go with Wikipedia. Please cite the examples of those because there was hundreds of thousands of people there. There weren't any lawmakers harmed. There weren't any buildings or so forth destroyed. It's funny, in these other towns like Seattle and, and Minneapolis, buildings were burned, stores were looted and everything. You're making statements that cannot be backed up by actual facts, where I can show you smaller things that the other side did, Black Lives Matter or whatever, where the damage is very visible. There's no question. Nobody argues that. When this happened in early January, and, and we listened to the news reports on January 6th and 7th, one of the first things to be broadcast was the uh, people who were killed as a result of the protesters. And, and now, a year and a half later, they say there were four people that died, actually five counting Ashley, uh, the, the lady who was killed by the, actually the Capitol by Police yes, person. Sir. But the other four people that died uh, that had nothing to do with the protesters one of the first reports was that the one police officer had been hit and with a fire extinguisher and died from that. Turns out he did die, but he actually was a Trump supporter, and it wasn't because of any hit like that. That's right. It was just a false report. So as we're living through this in the moment in time, there were many reports out there that were just not true. So this, this kind of bugged me. Well, at this point now, uh, one of the things that has happened— Congress, that is the House of Representatives, has created what they call a select committee on January 6th. Initially, they were trying to get a Senate, uh, they call it the kind of a bipartisan committee. Uh, that never got off the ground. And, and when the House uh, started to do this, Speaker McCarthy wanted uh, Jim Jordan and, and what was the other guy? Jim, uh, I forget his name. Uh, from Indiana. Anyway, uh, uh, another congressman. It doesn't matter, but the point was it's not bipartisan because... Jim Banks. Because for bipartisan, by definition, it means both sides get to choose representatives to the panel, which never happened. So, so by definition, it couldn't be bipartisan. So Pelosi refused to let Banks and Jordan be on the committee because she said they opposed certifying the election results. Now, and we had a previous broadcast that talked about that, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It was a constitutional right they had, and that is a bogus claim. What happened, the, the select committee then has become basically a partisan, non-bipartisan, uh, you know, non just a partisan effort, a sham. Well, it's and basically it, a communist effort because this is the way communists operate. We make up the committee. You don't have any say. 
So, so one thing that has happened, there are only two Republicans on it. They couldn't get more than two because most Republicans uh, wouldn't serve out of protest. But Liz Cheney of Wyoming and, and Adam Kinziger from Illinois are on it. They are now the pariahs among Democrats. They're probably both going to lose their elections because Republicans are furious with them for giving some kind of credence and respectability to this committee that is an absolute sham and it's a political stunt. By the way, I'm quoting Senator Leader uh, McCarthy and Jim Jordan for those those name calling things. That's what they call them. So uh, one of the things uh, that is unfolding with this committee, they have now uh, taken testimony, this committee from close to 100 people. Uh, Just a few days ago, they had Ivanka Trump and uh, her husband, Jared Kushner, were there. I don't know what testimony was given because they... uh, right now, nobody knows. But some of the people have uh, refused to appear for different reasons. And so uh, one of the things that will happen in the future is uh, we'll decide whether or not people had a right to uh, disregard subpoenas to testify before that committee. Well, I don't think much is going to come out of this. But as the Democrats already know, time fades all memory. If it doesn't achieve its goal, they'll never talk about it again. And that's what they do. They don't talk about it. They never talk about their failures. Well, one of the reasons uh, uh, Jim Jordan was anxious to get on it, as he, I heard him say on TV, is he wants to find out why Pelosi didn't uh, authorize the police to come in. Requests were made of her to authorize more police to come in to, to patrol the Capitol on January 6th because well, they knew a lot of people were coming. Well, I can guarantee you, Queen Nancy, that's probably the primary reason she didn't want him there exactly for that. You don't want the queen being showed what she didn't do. Queen's not going to tolerate that. So I, I mentioned the, the, the problem Pelosi had with Jordan and, and Banks in that they voted to, um, well, they didn't vote to certify uh, Biden as president. And of course, that's the same thing that happened uh, when some of the Democrats didn't vote to support uh, Trump, you know, years before. Yeah, but it also happened with George W. Bush. Gore didn't. That's right. He didn't concede either. I love the Democrats. They have what I call selective amnesia. They don't remember any of the cases where they protested elections, the hanging chads, as they talked about back then in this vote, but they're quick to remember all the things that don't go their way. Well, uh, we it's worth mentioning now, remember that Trump was actually impeached a second time because it was alleged that he inter- interfered wrongfully in this, that he caused the riot. And it was alleged as part of his impeachment that he had uh, tri- improperly threatened the Secretary of State of Georgia, a guy named uh, Raffensperger. Uh, that story has since been debunked by the Washington Post. It was a, there was a conversation, but there was nothing improper about it. Well, I but find it, it very interesting that the Washington Post debunked it because they're not typically on the Republican side. Well, they're the one, it was their story that was fraudulent in the first place, but it's well, been exposed as it was, it was a false story. Well, there's so many false things going on all around this, including Biden's son. I mean, it, it, and people don't wake up to what's going on around us. The stuff that's covered up when you live in a non-democratic country, the ruling party makes all the rules. And this is, and they this, allow what you hear and what you don't hear. This this committee, the the uh, January sixth committee, is uh, I'm going to add some of my own adjectives. 
It is a sanctimonious, pseudo-patriotic uh, group of hypocrites. And uh, so I'm very upset with it. And one thing they're trying to do, they're really trying to get Trump. Now, they're trying to get others, too. And, and, and I want to talk for a minute about some of the protesters who've been prosecuted. Um, now, recently, this is March 2nd, 2022, a man named Joshua James, age 34, from Alabama, uh, admitted that he conspired to use force to prevent, hinder, and delay the execution of the laws of the United States governing the transfer of political power, the uh, seditious conspiracy. Now, on the one hand, nobody cares. On the other hand, uh, many people have been convicted of trespassing or different minor crimes. This is, this is the only one I'm aware of where someone has pleaded, he actually pled guilty to a conspiracy, seditious conspiracy. So sedition is, is an attempt to overthrow a country. And, you know, one of the accusations against Trump is he was trying to overthrow the country. Well, it's really, when you think of it, it was rather peaceful protests, much pe more peaceful than the other <laughs> protests that destroyed millions of dollars of property by the Black Lives Matter in the previous year. Well, I haven't heard anybody testify to the fact that Trump asked them to do those things. I mean, well, they, they acted on their own. I mean, nobody can be responsible for other people doing things, even if, it, if it's for them, even if he's a Trump supporter, it's not Trump's obligation to make sure these people don't well, do things. Sure. I mean, and and he told them he wanted his people to go up to the Capitol uh, and to be peaceful. Um, what did he want? Well, he did want it's pretty clear what he's wanted. He did not want Pence to certify the election results. He wanted Cruz and Holly and other Republicans to ask for a delay so that he could check that what he believed were irregularities in some of the states. And he lost that. Yep. And and actually, I when he did not have a case in his favor, I think he was stuck. Basically, if he's right, they cheated and won the election by cheating. But every state certified it. There's nothing you can do at that point but move on. But but to accuse him of an insurrection or of sedition, there just isn't the evidence of that. There is no no arms, no no direction to do that. But there's just, no evidence. There's no, yeah, evidence no evidence whatsoever. It's all people's supposition. I want to supported by nothing. I want to go back to this guy Joshua James. His case is going to be a significant one because they got him to plead to seditious conspiracy because he was going to use force to try to delay the execution of the laws of the U.S. And I don't know if there's a statute about that, but people would love to tie Cruz and Holly and Trump into that count saying you tried to delay the execution of the transfer of power. The answer to that, as I discussed on another program, is what he did or what Cruz and Holly did and what the president wanted was not illegal. If there is, if there was impropriety in election, they had the right to to do that. And he did. Now, and how they, is that any different from Al Gore and Hillary Clinton? My <laughs> question is. 
the same thing. They did it lawfully too. They well, they didn't. They didn't win, but they did it the right way. Well, I'll give them credit, and, it, and they were just as long, if not longer. Well, even even better than that, what Cruz and Holly did, and what Trump wanted, was done in the public, in open, saying, "No, we need to check the election results." Exactly. Versus what what uh, Clinton has done is gone behind his back, and what the the Democrats did in the FBI and other things, lying to get subpoenas to go after a president, and for three years trying to impeach him for this this hoax of a Russian conspiracy, which was an absolute Which was proven lie. not to be true. And also, I know from what I've heard that they did a forensic investigation, I believe it was in Arizona, of I forget how many mail-in ballots, which never had a fold in them. And since they were sent out in number 10 envelopes, for anybody who knows that, that's the ones that are about 11 inches by four inches high, it's kind of hard to send an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper out without putting folds in it. And to me, that tells you everything you need to know there. So I, um, I'm with you. There's some of this. Now, let me mention one other thing. I, I mentioned the January 6th commission because it continues to go on and people need to know it is an attempt to get at Cruz and other supporters of Trump. One reason I support Trump is, is because he has espoused many, many of the things that I believe in. And he has been attacked because of some of his positions, not just because he's rude sometimes, which he is. And uh, so when you attack some of the positions he's for, you're attacking a lot of Americans. And and in this case, there were more people that voted for Trump. Uh, I think he had 11 million more votes than the four years previous. previous. He had actually increased his popularity, but there was a lot of voter support uh, for whoever opposed Trump, which of course was Biden. Well, I'll just make one statement for people who get upset with rudeness. I will tell you this: rudeness doesn't affect me. Corruption does. Corruption is much worse. Worse, and, and some people are realizing that now. And Trump, even if he'd have won a second term, you've got to understand, was an outsider. He would have been in office for a maximum of eight years. We've got too many politicians on both sides of the spectrum that have been career politicians and they are the insiders. They want to keep going to the Georgetown parties and all those things. They have a vested interest in not having anybody. Trump, because of his wealth, couldn't be influenced. I mean, you look at a lot of our couldn't be bought, people. Yeah. You look at if you look at the Obamas. The Obamas came in with literally nothing. They just bought another mansion somewhere. It's amazing how wealthy these people can get on four years at $400,000 a piece. The, the numbers are staggering. I wish I could do the math for that with my own assets. Well, they've got, you know... Uh, uh, as well as the Clintons. The Clintons came in, they didn't have anything either. And there was a big survey out in front of the White House, which I think is funny. They showed all these houses back into primaries and asked people to identify which Republican candidate in the primaries were on the houses, and afterwards they showed that all 10 of those houses belonged to Hillary Clinton. I just want to mention two other things in wrapping this up. One, I wanted to talk about prosecution of the protesters. I frankly am glad they are prosecuting protesters who broke in. That actually hurt me. It hurt Trump. Trump was not interested in, in it going this it way. It hurt our son. And it was, and frankly, his, I think he was, I would regard him as a little bit reckless in how he handled things. I was watching this. I wasn't sure what his strategy was at that time. 
and some people ran and did terrible things, but I want to prosecute the people. However, the prosecution for trespass, people are getting convicted for the maximum on these things. Some of them have been held without counsel. They've been held uh, without uh, without bail. There have been a number of mistreatments. It, this appears to be a kangaroo court. It appears to be political retribution that is happening to these people. And, and I'm not happy with it. It's not, it's not right. I want them to get what's rightfully theirs, punishment, if they you know, went into the Capitol. But some of the punishment is excessive right now. Well, I think it's excessive, excessive because when you compare that to what happened in the cities where people came in and tore things down and they could care less about that, they were they they damaged more property and people's personal belongings and businesses and nothing was done there. So you so you've got the people in power who like those demonstrations, but they don't like the, the one at the Capitol. On well, that's what happens when you're in countries where you have dictators. I mean, all right. A lot of stuff Putin didn't care about, but you don't mess with him. Okay, one other thing I just want to mention. Uh, one interesting development in 2021, it's about a year ago uh, in Georgia. Um, again, Georgia was the site of some voting irregularities, according to Trump, and Georgia proceeded to change some of its voting laws. The principal change was they enacted a law that requires photo ID if you're voting in, by uh, absentee ballot. The, the, the reason for this is to ensure the, that there is not fraud and to make sure that the right person is voting. Um, the Democrats uh, characterize this as, a, as being designed to disenfranchise voters of color. This is an absolute lie. President Biden called the law Jim Crow on steroids, an absolute despicable lie. Well, it worked, though. They pulled the all-star game out of out of Atlanta and sent it somewhere else. And then, then Governor Kemp at the time, he says, what are you going to do? What if the Braves go to the World Series? Are you going to keep the World Series game out of Atlanta? Well, I'll be dead. Braves went to the World Series. <laughs> By that time, everybody had recognized, oh, we really kind of blew it. There was no evidence, and the World Series games were played in Atlanta. But uh, that is, is just an additional event here. Well, do you have any other thoughts about the uh, January 6th uh, protest? Well, we ought to, one other thing we ought to discuss, how do you characterize it? Do you call it the January 6th insurrection? No. Like I said before, an insurrection, just by the word insurrection, look it up what it means. It means there's got to be property damage. There's got to be at least people hurt, wounded, all sorts of things happening. This was about as peaceful a protest for a number of people there. There's been more injuries done at a Fourth of July fireworks show down at the Washington Monument on the on the mall when the people get moving around and with the fireworks. This was a very peaceful thing, just like the previous one. I can't remember the name for when everybody came into town. They cleaned up all their trash and all that. But this is what bothers me about Democrats. They love to change the language. Well, insurrection implies trying to take over, like Something sedition, exactly. trying to take over power. But but that aspect of it did not happen. Of course it did. It was, it was clearly a protest. It was a riot in a sense. It was a strange riot because nobody had any weapons. Actually, I on April 1, a, a, an individual was convicted of bringing weapons into the Capitol. That was this year. 
And, and I, until yesterday, I had not heard of that. So that just happened. But for the most part, the people were there without weapons and, and they were just, you know, you know, milling around. There's evidence that FBI was present in abundance. There's evidence that the Capitol Police were being hospitable and, and inviting, inviting the people around. Yep. So it's just not an insurrection. So it, you could be called a riot or a protest, um, but insurrection is absolutely the wrong term. Calling peaceful protests in this country, we welcome peaceful <laughs> there you protests. Go. We welcome them. Well, I hope that's helpful today. That doesn't uh, answer all the questions. Uh, as you and I discussed before this program, we wanted just to put on the record that there, there are people who are pretty intelligent to watch what's going on and are very upset at how some of the events of January 6th are mischaracterized, made to make conservatives look evil and unpatriotic, and uh, that's just not true. I hope you enjoyed our discussion today. The liberties we enjoy in America can be maintained only by its citizens being moral and informed participants in the democratic process. The closing argument will help us to do this. I've got several books on current political issues today. I invite you to visit my website to get a copy of some of those books. That's www.cpaulsmith.com. Till we meet again, see you, see you then.